Hey, someone told me something crazy today. They said it's okay to be happy. Sometimes, I guess. This next one's for her. Uh. Yeah, yeah. Uh. Let's go. Yeah. Come on, let it rock out to the chorus. Let's go. Uh. Uh, 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 hey. Alright. Episode 23, 23, Jordan number. Wasn't it? Yeah, that was Jordan number. Damn, 23 and 45. I apologize, Jordan, for being confused about your numbers. Hey, what's going on, y'all? That's P in the back. This right here is episode 23. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 23. I'm in a building, you in a building, P in a building, the guard dog in a building. The guard dog is always going to be in a building. We want to send... A shout out to Spotify, a big, big shout out to Anchor, great big shout out to Apple, to all the Apple podcasts, I'm sorry, (laughs) big, big shout out to all the, uh, to everybody that listens to us from either one of those um, streaming platforms that you listen to us from off of, we really, really appreciate you, shout out to my guy JJ, I spoke to JJ over the week. Shout out to you. I didn't even know you were still on the check-in. Some people I know, when I tell y'all about it, y'all be here for like the first two, maybe three, four weeks. But after a while, when we miss a week or an episode, y'all niggas be like, oh, I guess they not there no more. And y'all forget about it. Which is all good. You feel what I'm saying? I ain't even mad at it. But when I hit JJ up, he was like, yeah, I still be listening to the show. So I really, really appreciate y'all. I don't even be knowing for real if y'all niggas still be fucking with us or not. And y'all still do. And I really, really, really appreciate that for y'all always being on a check-in. And give yourselves a round of motherfucking applause for that. Shout out also to my cousin Trav. Um, just shout out to everybody that be checking in. Shout out to my cousin at a BB. Um, just shout out to everybody. Shout out to everybody that's on the check-in. Um, we came in with that Joe. Jojo. Jojo. That's her name. Jojo. Called Kiss. If y'all don't know nothing about Jojo, man, y'all need to. Yeah, you're too young and you also need to Google her. But I don't want to say too young. Because you could be in your late 20s still knowing about Jojo. But she said you don't know about Jojo. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's Jojo. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even know what she was saying at first. But yeah, man, um Yeah, you too young. But JoJo, um I first heard JoJo when I was locked up in the penitentiary. Yes, in prison, not in jail or any halfway house, but I remember 
I went to the hospital. Actually, I think I was getting a pap smear or something done. And I was waiting and I was talking to one of the nurses or whatever. And I heard the music playing. And I was like, who that? And I forgot what song it was. This, I don't know. Don't This had to be back in 2000 and we're going to say five or six. Okay. Oh, right now, I'm over you. Some shit like that. Yeah. Or it could have been another leading single after that because it, it sounds kind of more grown up ish than, you know, because that get out was, you knew that was a white girl kind of singing with that get out. But it was, it was a, a dope ass song. And I was like, who that? And a, it was a black nurse at that. So that's why I was like, who is that? Because the girl sounded black. And she was like, oh, this is a white girl named JoJo. She good. And I was like, oh, okay. And that was back in 2005, 2006. So she been around a very long time. And at that time, she was like 15, 16. Yeah, she been around for a minute. Already was talking that grown up shit. Um, definitely a friend of the show, JoJo. I would probably compare her to like a Christina Aguilera type shit. But I don't know. I think she's nah, better than her. Christina can cover Whitney songs. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't want to say she better than Christina, but it seemed like she going to be around longer than Christina. You know, Christina, a lot of back-in-the-day people bowed out for... If y'all don't realize that, a lot of people from back-in-the-day bowed out for a lot of the rest of y'all motherfuckers to come through and be who y'all needed to be. A lot of them back-in-the-day motherfuckers ain't even want to be singing about the shit that they had them singing about. Whenever you see an interview with Pink or Christina or even Britney, they all be like, nigga, I would, they had me I doing, yes, I hated that music. I was going to end my career with that For song. real. And Pink, we all loved Pink no. when she first came out, but that bitch was like, that ain't the music I was trying to do. And you couldn't tell me she wasn't mixed and her name was Alicia. I just knew Alicia was black. You couldn't tell me that Pink didn't want to do R&B type popish you know hip hopish type that. music but she ain't want to do that shit no. she did not and that shit was hard but that's how they that's how you get your audience you got to appeal to us because we control the urban yeah we control especially the when they came to at that time with that r&b shit <laughs> especially at that time with that r&b shit uh yeah oh That's the Quinn. San Quinn. Um, but yeah, man, once again, shout out to JoJo. Keep dropping fire. Last time I heard that album, that last, uh, I don't know if it was an album or um, an EP, because you know how they be dropping eight, nine songs, child. But that last um, EP slash album, whatever it was, she dropped, it was dope. I liked it. One of them songs, I think it's called Assume or something. It, I actually got that on my playlist. That shit hard. And the video was dope, too. That's what made me like the song even more. But, um... But, uh, shout out to her. So, what's going on with you, P? How was your week? Uh, work, you know, work. Mom, life is the first of the month. So, that means it's my birthday month. Hey. It's also my son's birthday, so... The first half of the month is going to be dedicated to him and having a fun, good time, whatever, being 10. He's turning 10. I have a 10-year-old. Shout out to Deontay. Shout out to DJ. That's my baby. 
10 years old, going to the 5th grade, I can't believe it. But I'm glad, he's, like, he's, he's seen me more mature, like, over the last week or so, he's become more mature, I don't know, he's speaking different, he's been acting different, I don't know if it's because his birthday is coming up, but, I don't know, like, he's just been, we've been conversing a lot more, we have rushed from dinner at the table, just talking, just talking about his game, I don't know, I just, I like the relationship we're building, mm -hmm. so, yeah. Clap that up. All the moms out there, um, Mother's Day coming up, and all the active mothers, because we don't want to just, the same way y'all be doing out here with the fathers, and y'all be like, real daddies, y'all put that out there. We're going to do the same thing with the women, too, okay, because there's a lot, that shit is not automatic nowadays. 25, 35 years ago, that was automatic. The mom had to be there. Even if it wasn't automatic, it was 95% more being automatic than it wasn't. Nowadays, it's like 50-50, child. You don't know. So, shout out to all the active moms out there and even the people that's putting themselves in a mom role. Shout out to all of y'all, man. Stepmoms, um, godmothers. Grandmothers, no, y'all got y'all own grandparents' day. But shout out to all the moms out there, man. Give yourselves a round of applause. You know what I mean? That's doing a great jobs out there with them kids. Um, my week, um, my week was good. Work, 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 work. You know, like how Rihanna featuring Drake say, um. Work is cool. I just got a nice little raise, you feel me? Shout out to my job, hooking a nigga up with that nice little annual raise. Well, shout out to my supervisor for hooking me up with that nice little annual raise. Speaking of my supervisor, I'm not going to mention his name up here. Um, <laughs> but um, he was sharing a lot of stuff with me over uh well i'm not gonna say over this week but one day what was that like thursday night or some shit like that he was just going in sharing mad stuff with me and and um i'm not even gonna say it was uncomfortable because he young and we know how niggas be at work like we be feeling comfortable with each other the longer we work with people like going to work in school is kind of like the same thing like if your kid is at school all day and you go to work you, you barely see your kid. Your kid is at school more than they're at home. And the same thing when it comes to work. Because by the time you leave school, by the time your kids leave school and you leave work, it's only time to eat and go to fuck to sleep. And the next day we do the same old thing. So it's like, you know, you spend a lot of time with the people at work just like you spend time with your partner sometimes or your family. You feel me? So, and... He's been working there with me for at least two years. So he's familiar with me and he know me. And our relationship wasn't good at all in the beginning. Um, and once I learned he was a Gemini, I definitely couldn't stand him. Because I'm like, nigga, what kind of fucking Gemini are you? And his birthday like three days before mine. So I couldn't stand him even more. But then I don't know what happened, but eventually we got all right and our relationship got a lot better. I won't say we cool because I feel like when you call somebody cool, there's certain things that they'll do for you and um, certain 
ways they'll treat you. And he's my boss, so you can only be but so cool with your boss because at the end of the day, they're not going to lose their job over you. And I wouldn't want you to lose your job over me, nigga, because we ain't fucking. You understand what I'm saying? So at the end of the day... Um, you know, he was talking to me about a lot of shit, you know, about his, um, relationship and stuff like that. And I'm starting to really realize I have to stop caping for y'all women out there. I'm starting to realize that the more, yeah, but I really cape for my women. Like a girl only got to say one thing to me about being, um, wronged about a dude, and I'm not talking about wrong like somebody cheating on them and stuff. I'm talking about like if a female make an accusation, like some nigga beat her up, or s- some dude set- touched her in a sexual manner, or harassed her in any way. I'm a, I'm a take that woman's word for it. There's no reason why you shouldn't, right? You feel me? But nowadays, I'm starting to realize that. Females are just as crazy and grimy as I might feel like guys can be. Or like as I might feel like white people can be. <laughs> you feel me? Like, fem- you know, women, we get down like that too. So, it's like, you know, um, I don't know. It's just a, a lot of things I didn't know girls do. I didn't know women did certain shit. But I guess because, for one, I'm from a different time. And from two, I'm a woman myself. So, you know, sometimes you got to be from the outside looking in to know what's wrong with you, right? But um, he was just going in on her, man. Like, he was just, you know, saying how he don't trust her. And how he be going through her phone and things like that. And I always said up here, man, shit, once you start going through somebody's phone, it's over. It's O-V-E-R. You hear me? Because you straight up don't trust them. Like, you waiting for them to go to sleep. You waiting for them to leave out the room and all types of shit so you can look through that phone. And he was like, she, she didn't ask him and he ain't tell her. But he said the next time when he went through her phone and the messages, all that shit was deleted. So I'm like, oh, so she know you going through her phone. And who the fuck got deleted? Like, if you go with anybody's phone, you be having messages from four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten months ago. Niggas don't even delete their messages like that. That's what made me not trust the ex. They didn't have no messages in Word. If you ain't got no messages you in your iPhone. phone, that's that's a sign. Whether it's an iPhone or a motherfucking Samsung. Okay, we ain't gonna put that narrative out there either. And niggas with Samsungs might no. Everybody keep messages in their shit. Because who gonna delete something, right? Like, we always keep a thread. You know what I mean? Your friends, your family. You always keep a thread with people. And certain shit you go back to that thread. Whether it be pictures, a certain address a person sent you, and you don't want to add them, send it to you again. Like, niggas ain't just deleting their messages like that. So, that's a sign. People out there, if you don't know, that's a sign. Shit like that. Having your phone face down. All those type of shits is signs. Well, for me, that's not a sign because I keep my phone face down. Not because I'm cheating. Just because that shit be bright. Oh, that too. That too. And, you know, I get messages like, I don't mind if my babe goes in my phone. I don't care. But I get messages because I have friends in different like time zones. Mm-hmm. And so, and then they work third shift, second shift. So we text each other all mm-hmm. fucking hours. So 
I'm turning my phone over because I want my phone lighting up, waking me. I'm a light sleeper, so I'm not. I don't want that brightness waking me up. So mm-hmm. My phone gonna always be turned over. Period, because I just don't want to see that shit most of the time. I just heard of the phone being turned face down, yeah. being a sign. So that's why I just threw that out there. Me personally, that wouldn't probably be a sign for me. I don't. I, I need to feel that. like that you're cheating. Yeah. For me to go through your phone, you getting taxes and stuff. That's not a sign for me because. We talk as women, like we have mad friends, you know, so yeah, so I don't really be on it with, oh, why your phone keep going off, uh, that, that don't show the cheating for me. And now we got group chat, so yeah, so shit really just be ting tinging off. So I think for me, it just be more of your actions, your ways, um, just what you start showing me. And then that's when I'll go to the phone. Because the phone, I have the information of what you showing. The phone will follow up with that information. You feel me? The phone is like the last resort for me. But um, yeah, man, he was just talking about how he was finding mad information on a girl. He said he looked up on Facebook and seen that one of her exes, moms, Still got her on a profile picture and all of this. And I'm like, once you start doing private investigating type shit, yeah. you need to leave this person alone. And, you know, he talk about they getting talk married about to her and stuff. And, but when they talk about it, because this is what he said. He said once they started getting serious and he asked her about her body count, he said if she got more than two digits, he ain't really trying to, you know, make nothing serious with her. So, if you tell a woman that, they going tr- and if they like you, they're going to keep all them other bodies hidden from you. And, and I'm assuming that's basically what she be doing. It's a long-distance relationship. She live all the way in Utah, and he's out here. So, you know, she's in the Army, Navy, whatever one. And y'all know how that shit go when, when people is in the Army, Navy. Y'all know how that shit go. Yes, and I just seen, yeah, let me hit that. I just seen a, um, a meme the other day, uh, a TikTok the other day when this black girl was like um, that she been messing with this girl in the army. And she was like, uh, this right here is for all my women out there. If y'all want to mess with a stud that's in the army, don't mess with them because baby, like they in there cheating. Like you got just like, Straight women got dick on demand. Gay women got pussy on demand in that bitch. Just like jail. Subtract the dick on demand. But shit, in women's prison, they be fucking with the COs and shit up there. So you can have dick on demand in there too. So at at the end of the day, man, my thing is... All that you talking about getting married to somebody and you don't even trust them, that ain't it. He an Indian guy, so he's traditionally, you know, he, he go with the traditions, which means if we get married, you got to move in with me and my moms and all of that. And she really not with that. Whenever she go home to be at her parents' house, he said, whenever she go back to do a a stint at the Navy Army, I don't know those terms, but whenever she go back to do a stint there, on the weekend, she go to her parents' house, 
And she always be complaining about how strict her moms is and how she like it when she living on her own. So I don't think she going to be cool with living with somebody else's mother. Mm-hmm. I highly doubt it. Yeah. So I just be trying to tell that nigga that shit ain't gonna work out. But he love her. And he young as fuck. That nigga only 26 years old. So this is the first time he probably ever really been in love with somebody. Ooh, I like this. Who that? Uh, IDK and Denzel Curry. It's called Dog IDK is really, really dope. IDK is very dope. I just listened to the uh, his album that he put out not too long ago. And he got a song called Peloton that I think I might make the Put You On song today. Um, he's really dope. If y'all don't know about IDK, get on him. The first person that put me on him was Out of Pocket. We about to get off of my supervisor, though. But shout out to him. Much love to him. And our prayers go out to him. Shoot some more prayers out there. Speaking of prayers, um, shout out to my nigga Mina Mean. Uh, my nigga, she was in the hospital over the weekend. She actually went in the hospital on Wednesday night, Thursday morning. She called me, but I didn't. She actually FaceTimed me, but I didn't know if it was a butt dial or anything because my niggas don't, we really don't do FaceTime. So, you know, when I work overnight, so I just went to sleep and I was like, I'll hit her up tomorrow. And when I hit her up the next day, that's when she told me, you know, that she was in a hospital or whatever. You know, she just had a surgery not too long ago and you know things wasn't healing back right and it just you know she just had to go back to the hospital for and i ain't gonna put her whole business out there but shout out to my Gamina and my prayers go out to her and get well soon uh if y'all don't follow my nigga y'all can follow her up on instagram at mina 300 i always be saying 3000 but it's Mina 300 on Instagram, and I don't know what her name is on TikTok or Twitter, but I'm quite sure she got one of them things. Um, yeah, man, I don't know why I started talking about my supervisor. Oh, I think I was talking about my week. But other than that, it's been a bunch of new people at my job, and they've been trying to acting like they're going to regulate on these reaches. But enough is enough. You feel me? I demoted myself for the week, put myself on a stock picker because everybody act like they be scared to get on a cock picker. So I demoted myself for the week, you know what I mean? And was putting away furniture and all this extra shit, which I usually haven't done the past year and a half at my job because, you know, that's what niggas do. We level up, we step up. But sometimes you got to take one for the team and let people live. So I let people live for the week. My nails got all fucked up and broken because I want to move around furniture and all this bullshit. So now this week coming up, I'm about to get right back on the reach. And I'm about to get right back comfortable because, you know, all that extra shit had my shoulders hurting and my back hurting and shit. You know, I don't usually got to put in that effort, that extra effort all the time at work. So, um, this week, I'ma just make sure I go in there on point so I get me a reach and, you know, fuck all that extra shit. Shout out to the new people because we definitely needed help. And hopefully, we won't have to work next weekend. That'll be, you know, uh, a blessing if we ain't got to work next weekend because the nigga going to be getting paid next weekend. So, that'll be nice if I can chill for the weekend and, you know, relax. Um... It's a lot of shit coming up 
for your girl. You feel me? Like P said, her birthday coming up, her son's birthday coming up, mother's and day. my mother, Mother's Day coming up. I don't really, you know, I'm not going to say I don't care about Mother's Day, but I lost my mom's a long time ago, so I don't, you, you sure. okay? My bad, my bad. Uh, <laughs> so I don't usually pee over there fumbling and shit. So I don't usually, um... So I don't usually celebrate Mother's Day. Um, I'm a light a candle. Because a year ago or a couple years ago, my girlfriend had gave me a candle. A big, long ass, you know, one of them long ass praying candles that you can find in a corner store at the Meet I Meet I store. Y'all know. Y'all know how we doing Jersey. But she gave me one of them candles and was like, like every Mother's Day and um, on my mother's birthday. Um, and just during um, times throughout the year. When it's something that uh, that got to do with my mom's, um, I can light that candle, and you know, light that for her for the day. So that's what that's all I'm gonna do for Mother's Day. I'm not even in Jersey, so it's not even like I can go visit her grave or anything. And I don't, y'all don't judge me, but I don't really be feeling bad. I'm a sensitive asshole, so I think about my mom's at times. At a lot of times throughout the day, if I'm just fucking sitting on the toilet taking a shit, it's kind of like when you sitting down and you talking to God, because I'd be talking to somebody sometimes. I don't know who the fuck I'd be talking to, but you know, I think about my mom's at a lot of times throughout the day. So it's never like, oh, I feel bad because it's Mother's Day and I can't go see her grave. Now, if I was still living in Jersey and I ain't go see her grave, then it's like, bitch, you right down the block or a bus stop away. You can come up here and visit. You know, the grave. But outside of that, you know, my mom is a spirit. So, you know, I speak to her all the time. I ain't got to go to a tombstone to feel her physically. But whenever I do go to Jersey, I do go to her, you know, to her grave. I know exactly where that's at. And actually, the grave site, everybody is there. She's there. My Aunt Berta's there. Um, my grandmother's there, I believe. I got a couple aunts and uncles there that's on the other side. So that's like the Ransom family's lot right there. Uh, that's how this is my family. <laughs> yeah. All so we all, it's all over. You feel, The only thing I don't like about going to the grave site is that you have to step on people's graves. Like, like if they could set that up a different type of way, even though they're not gonna be able to, because how do you? It's a lot of people that die. You feel me? Um, I just said, excuse me. Yeah, right. It just feels weird stepping on top of people's graves. Like it's not like you dancing on their shit. Yeah, true, so true. It's not like you pissing on it or like fuck your grave. You feel what I'm saying? But that's just the weird part about going to a grave site or whatever. Um, and I like the fact that. You know, we must have had some money. Well, my mom's did have life insurance and she did have a beneficiary and all of that. So she was up on her shit. So I like the fact that she have a picture on her tombstone. Because certain shit like that, you got to pay for it. You, you don't know shit like that either until you grow up. Like, so that some people don't even have a tombstone. You just have a grave. Yeah. For real, for real. That's how it was with my uncle. He didn't have one for like 15 years. Yeah, you, then they buy you one. Yeah. And some people got the tombstone that stand up, and some people got the tombstone that's in the ground. Like, as long as you see the name and the face, my mom's got her picture on it. So we must have had a little bit of money at the time for her to be able to do that. And um, I just think it's dope. You know what I mean? I just think it's dope 
to be able to go somewhere and to be able to, you know, talk to somebody and feel their presence there, especially if you're, you know, in the same state or the same place where your relative uh, got buried at. But I don't really... Oh, go ahead, P. Go ahead, P. Well, I just saw a movie for the first time. I'm late. If you have kids, you've probably already seen this movie, what it's called, Coco. And it just made me feel like I need to do more, not really do more to remember them, but I have to keep their pictures. So I need to mm. make sure I have pictures. And I'm really not one to take pictures, mm. but I feel like in the movie, basically every year for Dia Dos Muertos, they would have their family's pictures up and they would light candles. And so mm. if, you're, if your family had your picture up, you could cross over and come and visit them for that one day and like, you know, mm. with them. But if you didn't have their, your picture up, you couldn't cross over. And so there was this one guy who was just like fighting to just come like, like to come back over, but no one had his picture. Yeah. Up. Oh. And you know, if the, if people forget you, then you disappear in the afterlife too. Mm. So yeah, like I really cried watching that movie. Oh, so I'm cr- I'm crying just yeah. thinking about it, like for real, because so that makes sense. Yeah, I gotta. I like the candles, but I gotta mm. put the pictures up too. And I don't have any pictures. Yeah. None. I don't have any physical pictures, and I did, but I don't know where they are. I really had some physical pictures not too long ago, like recently. But I don't know where they are, man. Um, you gotta get some pictures. I, man, it's crazy when you come from that time when people really used to take pictures. Mm-hmm. And take nowadays you don't stuff. even, like, yo, my Aunt Berta, rest in peace to my Aunt Berta, she was the person that had all those things of everybody. You, you went to Aunt Berta house. That's all she had was pictures of everybody right there in her living room. Everybody. Like, she was the person that had all that type of, all those type of things. So, when Umberta passed away, all the pictures that she had, it got spread around to different people. It got spread around to, if if this was a bunch of pictures of, let's say, Aunt Poopy and all her kids. They gave that to Aunt Poopy and them kids. I went, I actually went to my cousin Fifi house and they gave me a whole bunch of pictures of me and my moms. Like, that's why I said I had a whole bunch of pictures and I don't know where they at. But the good thing is that everybody in the family is not like you. So somebody else in that family got a living room and a house set up just like Aunt Berta had her shit set up. Like, and that's probably Fifi, Qualina. My cousin Faith also have a whole bunch of pictures because my Aunt Roxy, have, her mother, had a, have a whole bunch of pictures, a, a album books of pictures. And I'm quite sure they still got those. So it's... it's bring that back. Yeah, out. No, that's never coming back. No, I'm bringing back my photo. Oh, you? Yeah, that stuff in as individuals we have to do. But as far as a whole, you can never rewind this shit. You can never put that shit back inside of Pandora's box. It's out here now. It's over. That little picture frame that cycles through your pictures, but I want, I want photos. I want photos. Something I can physically hold, not something that everybody else out there got. Because. Cloud. Yeah, and all that shit is in the cloud. Now, you could go back 10 years ago yeah. and find some shit, but me, yeah, I could go back 10 years ago and find some shit. We, we in 2022, and Instagram been around yeah. since 20, 2012, but when people be like, oh, go back to before you was a dyke and all that old extra shit, like, I don't have no pictures from 30 years ago, fam. I really don't. Well, I got pictures from when I was a kid, but not when I was... 
15, 16, or when people might be like, oh, when you was dressing like a girl. Nigga, I did a long time in prison, fam. You feel me? A day is a long time enough in prison, but five years? Like, like P just said. Motherfuckers forget about you if you ain't got a picture around. You can't come through. You can't fight through that shit. So for five years, you out of sight, out of mind. That's a long time. A year? Man, that's a long time, fam. I got locked up in 2003. When I came home, it was 2008. You know how much shit changed? When I got locked up, I ain't really, I wasn't privy like that to computers. Computers had big ass bats to them. Bro, remember that shit? They were heavy. Word. Heavy. Like, I ain't know, uh, TVs even like TVs. Yo, TVs. Yeah. Like, I didn't know. Like, yo, fam, when I came home, weed wasn't weed no more. Weed was called Piff and Kush and all of that. When I got locked up, it was still Redline. And some niggas listening to me like, what the fuck is Redline? Yes, Redline was the best weed. That was the top of the line weed. $15 bag weed. Little ass bag too. It was better than purple. It was better than, what else was out back then? What, purple? That's all that was around, purple. And regular weed. So, it was just different when I got locked up to when I came home. Like, it was different. Just like Fat Joe said, they had B2K crip walking like, that's what's up. When I got locked up or before then, people wasn't doing no blood shit. If you wasn't one of them NWA niggas from over here on the West Coast, niggas wasn't just repping shit if you wasn't a blood or a crip where I was from. But when I came home... Everybody was privy to this shit. Everybody knew what that shit was. It wasn't no more secret society. It wasn't no more, you know, in a cut. This shit was um, televised now at this point. Everybody a blood. Everybody a crit. And I remember when I got locked up. I don't even be talking about being in no gang all the time. I don't talk about that shit at all. But I have three burns on my legs, right? Because, you know, you get the three burns. Don't ask me what it represent, nigga, because I don't remember. What's that mean? I ain't did no gang activity or nothing. But anyway, when I got locked up, and you know when you in jail, you be in jail for a little while. And you know when you in jail and you about to get ready to go down to prison, it be a lot of fake-ass lawyers in there. It be a lot of jail lawyers, a whole bunch of people telling you what it's going to be like before you even get to where you going. And this was my first time. So it was a lot of older people in there telling me, like, oh, when they see when they see that, they going to put you in the gang unit and blah, say blah, and all this whole extra shit. And I was young. I was only like 21, 22. So, 21. So, I'm like, I don't really know. And neither do I care. Like, nigga, I'm young. You know, when you young, you don't think anything bad can ever happen to you, fam. You just feel so fucking comfortable. Dumb as fuck. But anyway, when they did strip me down, 
uh, that used to be so degrading. At that time, it was like whatever, cause I was going through it for at least a year and some change by that time. So I be, I used to be ready. I used to be so happy when my period was on though. Whenever they would strip me down, cause I used to be like, since you want to strip niggas down, look at my motherfucking bloody ass pad, nigga, bitch, whoever it would have been. But anyway. So they stripping me down and they ain't even see them three burns on my leg. They I, they seen a scar on my neck and they seen my um my dog bite, but that was it. And they ain't even you know really investigate the all that. No, no, my where I got bit by a dog at. Oh, where I showed you where I literally got bit by a dog at and oh, shit. Man. Um but yeah, that was it. And that was it. They ain't they ain't even see that. So I was happy as fuck. I was chilling like a motherfucker. Mm -hmm. But um, I just say that to say like them niggas don't be doing their jobs for one, <laughs> for one. Yeah, it's time for a commercial. It is for one, but for two. What did I bring that up for? Yeah, why? I don't know why I went into that. Kato, stop. I'm bothering my dog. That shit. I don't know why I brought that up. But y'all know, I don't know once I listen back to this motherfucking episode. I don't know what I brought that shit up for, the whole shit. But, um, yeah, I guess it is time for a commercial. Then we can come back and talk to y'all about all the bullshit that been going on out there in this crazy-ass world. But shout-out to y'all for always checking in um, on us and checking up on us. Once again, this is episode 23. Go light your blunts, roll them up, get your popcorn, and take a piss. Let's go. I Episode 23. Um, and I, I don't know if y'all heard me in the back with the Yuki. Where's my dime that was over here? Girls go well for the video. Mm. Yo, Pete just be letting me go off and do that what shit. Am I to do? On the Yuki. 
No, but go, please, please go check out that Cody. Um, Love Roulette. It's called Love Roulette. And that's no kids, you know. Mm. Kids, you know. Alright, chill. Okay, my bad. <laughs> no, this is my shit. Cause when I when I heard this song, I played this shit back, back to back to back. This is one of my favorite songs off the album and Heartbreak Party. Oh, and Love Again. See, I don't know what's gonna be the put you on song. I don't know if it's gonna be IDK Peloton or if it's gonna be Love Again by her. And I think it's gonna be Love Again by uh Cody featuring Lloyd. Cause we haven't y'all ain't heard Lloyd. Yes, I told you she got a song with Lloyd, but when I told you, you was like, uh, you wasn't Cameron at the time. But, um, yeah, um, yeah, I think I'm gonna play that. I think that's gonna be the put you on song. But, um, whoop, oh, what we forgot to talk about last week. Was the girl that was recording her son putting makeup on him at five years old talking about? Uh, oh yeah, you told me about it, but you never sent me the video. So yeah, so P can't really uh, give her honest opinion on it because she didn't see the video. Um, I just seen her putting makeup on her son. I think you'll probably see it on the shade room or Hollywood Unlocked. You know they post twenty things a day. So you probably won't be able to see it. You probably got to go way, way back to catch it. But I don't know if you guys caught it or not. Um, matter of fact, I know I have it in my screenshots because I wanted to talk to y'all about what... Oh. Because <laughs> I wanted to talk to y'all about the comments that people were saying. And I, I was actually happy that people was making those comments because it really be pissing me off sometimes. When people be on it like, oh, that's what's up. They letting them be gay and on. But this little boy was only six years old when she was literally putting makeup on him. And he was talking about how he felt nervous about going to school with the makeup on. Hold on. Okay, go ahead. Because nobody never told him that he can do that. And she was like, nobody never told you what? That you can wear makeup? And he was like, yeah. And, um, you know, the caption was this go viral after she was allowing a little boy to be himself. And I was like, but he's five, six years old. Like he just really copying off of his mom, seeing his mother putting on makeup. And he probably was like, what's that? Like, only thing you have to do is explain to your child what's going on and it's over. That's why nobody never told you you can wear it because makeup is not for boys. It's for girls. And then, not only that, but if she, if that was a five-year-old girl, would you allow your five-year-old daughter to wear To makeup? be wearing makeup to school at five years old, because that's no. very inappropriate very for a five-year-old girl to be wearing makeup to school. So, okay, let him play with it at home if you want to, but he shouldn't be going out the house like this because that's inappropriate for either sex. Yes. At that young of an age. Yeah. yeah. I agree. This world is getting crazy. Yeah, it's getting crazy, fam. It's getting real crazy. Um, yeah, right? You do just be looking like, like that. that. I just feel like I'm judging. Am I a judgy? I don't judge. I just observe. Because I don't 
I don't necessarily form an opinion about the shit that I see all the time or feel like it's negative or whatever, but it's just like I, I observe a lot of shit. That's it. I'm very observant. I see what's going on. And that's what they're doing now. Okay. Well, continue on with my life. Cause yeah, because they wildin'. <laughs> Damn, I'm so mad I didn't take a screenshot of that. That's crazy. And it wasn't this far back. Yeah. I, I really thought I took a screenshot of that shit. Because I remember um, choking pictures of what people were saying. But anyway, a lot of people was just on it. Like what I said. Like, yo, if you would have just explained to him, like, what what is this world coming to? Like, y'all be the ones pushing that narrative. Y'all be the ones putting that on your kid, on your child. Like, like my son wanted to wear a dress. I asked him why. And he just liked the way that it flipped. So I just got him a cape and he was equally impressed. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like what the fuck? Like, I don't understand what be so hard. Okay. And then somebody was like, oh, you'll, you'll be surprised how smart a little five-year-old is. And yeah, but true. when it comes to the smallest things of they not even smart enough to keep yeah. their hands off of a hot stove, but they smart enough to know the difference between that they really know they want to put on makeup. What the fuck is you talking about? Like, they might know what I think. Do they understand these Exactly. Things? I know. Like, like do you like understand? The world. You can spit off this information, but you don't even know, understand this information, or even why you have this information. You just know it. Mm. But yeah. shit is getting progressively crazy. Yes, it's getting progressively crazy, and y'all have to stop thinking... Um, that at five, six, and even four years old, that these kids know what they want to grow up to they be really as far as gender. Like, if you don't know what you want to grow up to be, like, as a career, you telling me you know what you want to be as a whole nother gender? Like, it's, I don't know. I don't understand. Well, and then kids at that age, they only repeat. They're, they don't know shit, so they're really That's true. repeating the what words they see. and yeah. sentences that they've heard somewhere else. That's true. So, like... That's true. Kids are, now I'm not kids saying. Are smart, but yes, kids. exactly, kids, but exactly. Drunk yes. They don't know what the and what we mean by they yeah. smart, but they dumb because just like P said, they can see some shit, but they don't understand it. They don't have an understanding of it. Like yeah, I I could probably know how to put some makeup on my face, but yeah. do you understand why mommy do that and why you might not see daddy do that? And some kids don't have no daddy around to know the difference. Yeah. And that's also an issue because there's no. Yeah, that's the issue. Hey, though. Stop! Ow! Oh, Motherfucker, you get Oh, my bad. I'm sorry, babe. God damn, what did you think you was gonna hit? I thought it was gonna. I think it was gonna hit your foot, P. I'm sorry. Continue. I'm sorry. Um, I made a mistake and hit Pete, but I don't think. Um. Everybody gets one, I guess. Just go, shit, throw something at I'm sorry, Pete. But yeah, man. Um, yeah, man. Y'all have to continue to let kids be kids. That's just the moral of that story. Let kids be kids. And if you ain't worrying about playing uh, with some toys or the game or learning your ABCs or knowing about your colors and all of that, you don't need to be even thinking about genders and and 
wearing some high heel shoes or a dress and all this old extra stuff. You worry about the wrong shit. And as a parent, you need to get their mind back onto the right shit. 10 years later, when they like 12, 13, 14, 15 years old, and they talking about stuff like that, then that's when you can have that conversation because that's when they're going to be old enough to understand exactly what you're saying. But at three, four, five, six years old, y'all got to calm down. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying none of the extra shit like uh, people trying to take over and, and they trying to push the gay agenda. I'm not saying none of that. Only thing I'm saying is you have to explain certain stuff to kids. That's it. Just because you see your two-year-old or your three-year-old boy putting on mommy high heels, that do not mean that he's going to grow up to be gay. That do not mean that he identify with a woman. That just means he sees some shoes and he putting them on. That's it. That's okay if you got a son and he don't play basketball or football. That's 100% fine. That don't mean that he's gay. Like, y'all also have to stop putting the stereotypes with these things, too. But um, y'all be good out there, man. Y'all be good and y'all be safe out there. Um, You got to be safe. What else was going on out here? Um, The little young girl that got her scholarship taken away from her because she wanted to have guns in her prom pictures. Say student who went viral for posting with guns in her prom pictures got expelled from school and also lost her full ride scholarship to college. And she had a scholarship to go to Tennessee. And her shit got straight taken away from her. Um, but it was also another young woman, white woman, that went to Kent State University. I think she just uh, graduated to go to Kent State. And she had a whole uh, AK-47 on her back and took a picture in it. And she said, I dare somebody to touch it or take it off. Now, people should start to add context to, you know, to... um to um to why you know to how she was able to do that and she didn't get in trouble for it but down there in Tennessee they said nah you couldn't do it and you would think yeah you would think that they would be able to do it down there and I think Kent State is somewhere around New Jersey ain't it I don't know where that is but it sounds like one of them northern type of schools where you can't just be carrying a gun all willy nilly like that but don't get me the line Oh, I don't think you can just carry your gun out down there like that, can you? They're open carry states. Oh, so Cleveland is an open carry state? Oh, okay. So maybe that's why they allowed her to get away with it. But I don't know why the black... Yeah, I don't know why they did that to the black girl. I have no idea. Maybe it was some extra connections to it. I don't want to help them out with no theories, though. Um, I always feel, you know, that, that saying that they had back in the day was good for the geese. Um, it's good for the gander or some shit like that. I just feel like if you're going to be fine with one way, you should be fine with the other way. It just be so crazy when white people do it, it be all good. But when black people do it, it uh, like it's not accepted at all. Like let black people wear braids. You can't come to work with that shit. Yeah. But when white people do it, oh, that's the new style. Like it's pretty. 
Like what? That's what we do. Or maybe because we too black. Like when you see a dark motherfucker do it, it's not as cute. But when you see a lighter skin or a white skin motherfucker do it, that makes it look cute. Like come on with that bullshit. And y'all wonder why we always, why shit turn racy or colorist. Because it's fine for certain people to do it and it don't be fine for other people to do it. And that shit is not fair. It's not. Um, it was a lot of, oh yeah, man. Soon as we was done with the episode last week, the very next day on Sunday, some shit happened with fucking Meg Thee Stallion. Not even some shit. Meg Thee Stallion, um, did an interview with Gail King. I ain't take no screenshots of none of this shit. I don't know what the fuck I was doing. When if anything needed to, if anything was screenshotable, that right there was definitely screenshotable. Meg doing this motherfucking thing with Gail King. But, um, in, uh, it was on CBS Mornings exclusive. Um, and in that, she, I don't, I really didn't take a screenshot. Why did I think I was screenshotting shit? Um, and in this, she stated that, um, that, that boy, Tory Lane, stood up in the car over the window, said Dan's bitch and started shooting. She, she said he shot at her a couple times and she, she stood there and was frozen or some shit like that because she didn't want him to mess around and hit something and hurt her or um, mess around and really kill her. Um, she was crying during the interview. Um, she was asked if they had a sexual relationship and she said no. I heard she kind of stammered at that part. Mm, okay, let, let me know what you heard. I don't know. Well, that's all I heard because I didn't really see the interview. Uh, that part of the shit, but... And for some reason at work, I don't get reception. I think they're doing it on purpose. Mm. That's her phone. But um, I just heard that when Gail asked that question, she kind of hesitated before she answered. Mm. Like she had to think about it. She was going to ask if she was clear or not. So. I got to start watching these interviews and stuff so that when I do come to y'all and tell y'all I need to come accurate. I just read the um the quote that was in the um, writings of it. And like I said, I don't know why the fuck I ain't take no screenshot of that shit. I don't know what the fuck I was doing that I didn't take a screenshot of it because I really thought I did. Um, I really, really thought I did, y'all. It makes me feel like I want to go up there on Instagram and see if I can go to it right now. I'm about to see. Oh, who that Wheezy? He went in on her. He was. She had him mad, mad, huh? What's the name of this song? Mm. Okay, shout out to Wheezy Wee. Oh, what they got on the shade room about Joe? I'm just up here looking for this Meg stuff, y'all. 
And then, of course, they got all this other stuff on here that I'm looking at. Um, oh, my goodness. Yo, what the fuck? The Shade Room post shit every five minutes or some shit? You said they want to stay <laughs> They definitely want to stay the fuck in your algorithm with all this extra shit. And then they got, um... They got this little fake-ass Durkio nigga out here just wildin'. Damn, they really be posting shit every five minutes, fam. Yeah, for real. Yeah, I'll look for that shit when we come back and we'll uh we'll talk about that shit when we come back. But um anyway, in other news, uh DJ Envy wife Gia was out here talking about how she never caught an orgasm from this nigga in like ten years. And um Granted, they started messing around when they was like 16, 17 years old. They both lost their virginity to one another. And Gia was just like, she lied to that nigga. When they, well, he said when they got into an argument one day and she just came out and was like, that's why you don't, you know, be giving me no orgasm. And he was surprised by that. And, you know, um, if y'all didn't know, if y'all men didn't know, that happens. 85% of the time in, in y'all bedrooms. If y'all don't know, y'all need to know. And I know a lot of niggas out there be thinking like they king dingling, just like DJ Envy said. But it don't matter if you do have a big dick. Yeah, if, she had yeah, but I don't think she started really having them kids until she was probably like in her late 20s, though, after she probably started having her orgasms. But ain't like you got to have kids to have an orgasm. Maybe that's when they first started having fun making the babies after the first two, because that's when they started going crazy. All the other ones is like five years after the last one of the first two. So I don't know. But um, yeah, he wasn't laying it down. I would have cheated on that nigga. I, well, I don't want to put nothing out there. You feel me? Because, you know, you know how we do. Women know how to do they shit on a low. You feel me? Um, But I'm happy they've been together for this long ass time. They've been together for like 20 years or some shit like that. And they have a book out called Real Love, Real Life. So they doing a book tour right now. And I'm just happy for them. DJ Envy came a long way. I remember listening to him on the radio way back in the day. Like... Um, he came up under DJ Clue, and if anybody know about DJ Clue, you already slow. You feel me? Um, so shout out to that whole Desert Storm clip, cause they oh, had never duplicated. Cause DJ Clue will always be DJ Clue. You you know about all these other DJs, and that's because of motherfucking DJ Clue. Whether because niggas wanted to come out and compete or come out through the family tree. DJ Clue was that nigga. He was that man. Yes. And P from the West Coast. So if she concurs, 
you know his shit ran deep, okay? Um, cause he was like the only the only DJ back then, like worldwide. I knew about DJ Nelly Nell, but all them people were like local. Like you had your local DJ. Yeah, DJ Clue was doing a lot of songs with people. Yes, yes, he had it on lock. Yeah, and then he had the song with Maya and Jay Z. The um, the best of me. That right there got him, you know, got him to be who he is. Like, that right there took him where he needed to be. Yeah, you can hook me up with something. But, um, yeah, man, shout out to DJ Clue. Um, oh, yeah, we were talking about DJ Envy. Yeah, but, and also, shout out to DJ Envy, man. Um, they've been everywhere. They was on the Bully and the Beast. Um, I think. Oh, they, they even came out here and was at Big Boy. They was just recently at Big Boy. So that's what's up. They going all over the place. It it just be weird how sometimes people be the ones behind the scenes and then they do something and now they're the ones in the camera. You know what I mean? It just be kind of weird. Like you used to seeing Envy behind the, uh, the ones and twos doing the music and, you know, being the DJ and even being the interviewer. But now... He's the one that's being interviewed and all of that. So, it's what's up. It's what's up. I'm happy for him. Um, And that whole family tree of that hot 9-7 type tree right there. All them niggas came a long way. Yeah. Uh, What else happened in the news? You got anything for these niggas, pick? Cause this should be crazy. Yeah, should be crazy. Um, I saw that the NHS wants to change the term from breastfeeding. Oh yeah, to chest feeding, as to not just to be more inclusive. Mm. And you know, okay, but why? Why? Because. I don't want to seem insensitive, and I hope I don't sound insensitive saying this, but they want to include, I want to sound insensitive saying this, but they want to be more inclusive for the trans people who, like the trans, the women who the women men, who's becoming men, kids, and choose to breastfeed, mm-hmm. they want to make them feel better about the terms, they, they want to use chest feeding and like literature and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's just... Does it matter? Is that even necessary? Yeah, like, yeah. That's how I be feeling most of the time too with my people out there in that LGBTQ uh, plus community. That that's all we be asking up here from you guys. Like, why do certain things and certain terms even matter? That just be my thing. Like, why does it even matter to you guys? You feel me? Like, whether you call it breastfeeding or chest feeding. Why does it matter? Why does it make you feel uncomfortable if somebody's saying that you're breastfeeding? Why does it make you feel uncomfortable? Because you are breastfeeding. Like, that's one of the intimate forms of a woman is to have a child. So if you have a child, you know you're a woman. It's a lot of stud women out there that won't have kids because they don't even want that feeling of having a child. It's too much of a feminine feeling for them. 
Most of us don't even want our titties jiggling around because it's too much of a feminine feeling for us. So if you go on and have a whole child, because even if you want to just experience that as a woman, then why is it offensive if we still call it breastfeeding for you if you're breastfeeding? You have a breast. It's not a chest. Because if you're going to have a child, I know you didn't um, have breast augmentation. Because that's why you're able to breastfeed. Because you didn't have a breast augmentation. Now, if you had a breast augmentation and you like, but I still want to have a child. And you want to call it chest feeding, but you can't call it chest feeding because you don't even have a breast anymore. So, therefore, you won't be feeding them from your chest. They'll be having a bottle. So, that's why me and P is up here not trying to be offensive. We just up here trying to understand. Because I wouldn't think that you would be offended by me saying you're breastfeeding if you sat up there and had a whole child, one of the most feminine things that you can do as a stud woman or even as a woman that's trying to be a man, I would think. But hey, live your life as you choose to live. Um, live that shit like it's golden. Jill Scott it. I like that too. All I'm saying is, if people don't understand, you can't demonize people for not understanding. Because some things, if it's common sense and logical, you, I don't want to say this, but you're not going to dumb me down and make me believe something that don't make sense. You understand what I'm saying? Like, it just don't make sense. It's like a contradiction. You understand? Like, that's why, you know, if I was to have a baby and if I'm out here breastfeeding and somebody like, yo, you breastfeeding? Yeah, I am. I am breastfeeding. Like, I'm identifying as a woman. Soon as when I'm laying down having this kid, I'm identifying as a woman right there. Don't you think? Because you're not a man having this kid. You have a vagina. But you just, you just feeling like I'm a man. So if you feel like you a man, why are you about to lay down and have that baby? But I don't know. I'm not coming for y'all. I apologize if you feel like I am. I'm not up here trying to attack anyone. And if anybody from that, you know, part of this community can, you know, hit me up. Let me know what's good and we can have a conversation about this. We can have dialogue about this. But I, we definitely up here is not trying to offend or disrespect anybody. We up here, we about love, man. This is an LGBTQ plus platform up here. So this right here is a safe platform. You know what I mean? We ain't judging nobody. We just asking questions. Just That's asking it. Questions. That's it. We're observing. Let's ask questions. That's it, baby. Oh, I need a light pig. Um, Pooh Shiesty. I don't know if we reported, but last week it said that he was going to do five years. And that was a pretty good sentence off of what he was looking at. But right here it say Pooh Shiesty to be on um, supervised release for three years following time in prison. Oh, so he probably going to do like um, 
some parole when he come home after them five years. Nigga, that's what I did. Like, they be making it seem like this shit be, oh, this nigga about to be. Yo, this shit is light work. Bitches do this kind of shit. Like, y'all be so surprised when these niggas get locked up and do bids. But if they about what they be talking about, and if y'all believe they about what they be talking about, none of this shit should be surprising to y'all. We shouldn't even really be giving a fuck about them going to prison, for real, for real. But anyway, it appears that Memphis rapper Pooh Seisty will face serious um, restrictions upon his release from prison. According to legal documents obtained by TMZ TV, Pooh Seisty will be on supervised release for three years following his 63-month stay in prison. 63 months. How many um, years is that? Like almost six? Six years? P about to hook that up. What's that like? Six years? Five and a half, nigga. That's the same shit I did. <laughs> Six, I shit like that. For real. How old is your baby? Sixty-three oh, months. Get the fuck out of here. That bitch five years old. That bitch five and a half. My bad, babe. But um, but um, after his sixty-three months stay in prison. During that time, he won't be permitted to see his co-defenders or gang members. Um, of course not, idiots. Y'all say the most dumb shit. Um, initially, his parole officer will be allowed to search Prue's property from time to time. Pooh has also been directed to go to a drug and alcohol treatment program. Pooh Seisty is currently behind bars serving a five-year uh, sentence. This is after he pled guilty to a firearms con conspiracy charge connected to a shooting that took place in South Florida. Pooh was accused of shooting 28-year-old Brandon Cooper in October 2020. Um, man, he's going through all the same shit that all of, all my friends, all, all my you know women friends went through when we was in jail. That's it. Sound like he had got a six for the 85. Looks like he's serving five and a half, and he's gonna come home and also be on parole. For three years. That's what an 85% sentence get. That's kind of like double jeopardy. You do the whole time. You do 85% of the six years. And then you come home. And you also either be on parole for three years. Or five years. Depending on what your charge was. His charge was firearms. So he got three years. If it would have been something like murder or something like that. It would have been five years parole. But if you get in trouble on that three years parole. You go back to jail. And you finish out the rest of that 15% of that six year term. That's why they call it double jeopardy. Because if I'm doing the full term of the 85%. I'm doing the whole thing. Why when I go home. You also got me supervised on parole. Not even probation. It's fucking parole. So yeah, a lot of people was complaining about that. I actually thought they got rid of that 85% rule. But I guess they didn't. And it looks like that's what he's serving. Um, and they talking about they can search his property from time to time. Of course, you, you in jail. You in prison. They search your fucking cell from time to time. They, they do all of that shit. So, yeah, man, they ain't doing nothing but reporting shit that we already knows that happened in jail and prison. Shout out to Pooh Seisty team and all the people down with him. And our prayers go out to him and his family. And hopefully everything's all good. Let's go. Um, What was next? Oh, yeah, Cardi B took a dope ass, um, took some dope ass pictures with her and her kids. And Offset, Um, they look so dope, yo. I think it was like Essence. 
Oh, it was for a magazine. Yeah. Okay, that's what's up, man. Um, it's dope to see a little gangster ass couple grow together, right? I we, cause you feel me, like the throwback gangster couples. You didn't see them in the media like that, like the Snoop Dogg and his wife, or the Ice Cube and his wife, cause social media and this shit wasn't around. But nowadays, you get to see these gangster motherfuckers. Like everybody goes with Jada and Will, and as of late. J. Cole don't even say that line in his song no more. They showed him at his concert and when he be like that, Jada and that will love. He don't even say that part no more. And that's crazy because people got to change their whole lyrics in their song now because of how niggas act years later. I guess Jay-Z and Beyonce, they still upholding that. We we still got Jigger. Yeah, the elevator scene, but they came back from that. Oh, yeah, they came back from that. That shit was light. And that was more Solange. That was more Solange and her drama. We was trying to figure out why the fuck Solange interfering oh, with Beyonce. Yeah. 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 Through the music. You too, also. You feel what I'm saying? Like, you know, like Beyonce said, of course some shit gonna go down when it's a billion dollars on the elevator. Like, Beyonce, after that happened, Beyonce, Jay, and maybe even Solange, but I'm not familiar with so much of her music like that. Um, they all referred to that shit. You feel what I'm saying? And it was cute. It wasn't, it wasn't nothing that ever, like, blew over into the media that much and that far. But um, it's nice to see Cardi B and Offset really grow. They look dope together. Um, it looked like, I don't care about what Fetty Wap doing. Um, um, and then we was look, oh yeah, motherfucking, what's his name? The baby's still out here shooting niggas. Somebody was on his property and, um, somebody was on his property and he had to shoot this nigga 74 year old man probably like a homeless dude he ain't know who it was he was just i'm 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 assuming he was just shooting and um the dude got hit but he didn't die and when i seen the baby put up uh the post of you know i spared the nigga life today da 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 i'm up here thinking you know he was in the shootout or some nigga did something to him and he could have shot him up, but he just beat him up real bad. Like, I don't like how people be trying to make shit seem. Once I found out it was a 74-year-old man that just be wandering into people's houses, it was like, come on, the baby, Stop trying to make it seem like the ops was after you or something and you talk about you spared the nigga life. Now, I know you be getting into situations and you be doing a lot of gangster shit with just knocking niggas out. But don't be trying to make it seem like a whole bunch of niggas which had, was at your doorstep and you spared niggas' lives. Chill out. Calm down. But y'all do need to leave this nigga alone because it was also footage of him beating somebody else up. Mm -hmm. um, he he so quick to beat somebody the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> he quick to beat somebody the fuck up. And I like that. I do like the fact that he will throw hands before he shoot a nigga. So I do feel like if he's shooting a nigga or shooting at a nigga, it's like, nigga, you going too far. Because I can beat you the fuck up, but I'm tired of beating you the fuck up and you keep playing with me. So now it's time for me to resort to a gun. So I like that style about the baby. I like the style of the fact that he will knock a nigga out. And I also heard that he still live out there in motherfucking North Carolina. I mean, he still live out there in Charlotte. 
And he the only nigga from Charlotte that he the only nigga from Charlotte. J. Cole is from North Carolina. He's not from Charlotte. That's two different places. We talk about a dude. I know what I'm saying. Oh, Fantasia live out there too. Like North Carolina's a nice place. Oh, okay. It's a nice little popping place. But he still live in Charlotte though. So he probably in, he's still probably in like a nice hood in Charlotte. Like why the fuck is you still living out there? Yeah, I'm I'm quite sure he got a nice ass house. But for instance, let's say you what's that full time campus? Yeah, because it was campus. Nah, that's hard. But you know, people can say that they they live in Oakland. Like, mm hmm. We have nice mansions on the outskirts. Exactly. So exactly. Open, so he probably still lives in yeah. Charlotte like that. It ain't you, but you ain't got to go too far to get to that place in Oakland. You feel what I'm saying? Where you talking about? We go up a hill and get to that place in Oakland. Same thing with this old ass bum ass man wander to. He's probably not hella in like the, the city or nothing. But yeah. 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 So, um, but shout out to the baby and nigga be safe. That's why people say you got to get out of the hood when you got some money. Because niggas think when you got a big house, ain't nobody going to touch it. Or that it's going to be police watch out there. No, y'all going to be the houses that niggas go to. Why the fuck? Yeah, niggas rob each other in the hood, but we ain't doing home invasions in the hood, nigga. We going to the nice place in the hoods to do that home invasion. Well, we ain't doing nothing. I'm not doing nothing. Um, In other news, Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson popping popping OWT. Oh, out. Stop it. Y'all got to stop doing that. That's not how you spell out. Please stop doing that. Don't do that. And this is from off the shade room. I know there's a lot of old motherfuckers over there at that publication. Please don't do that. I know. And y'all have a shade room teens. Leave that for the shade room teens. Please don't do that. That's not how you spell out, bro. That <laughs> just pissed me off. But, um... They was popping out at what? At the White House Correspondents um, Association's dinner. Mm. Oh, okay. So what? Okay, I'm mad. Pete Davidson over there looking nice and cute and GQ-ish. And Kim looking like Kim of yesteryear. I'm mad at the man. I'm mad at it, man. Keep doing what you're doing, man. She happy, I guess. Um, I don't know, but, um, here, P. Let me, um. Oh. Oh, okay. Let me take the ash off. You got the, uh, a lighter? Oh, P know how to catch. She used to play catch with her dad. Um, one of them niggas so off. Some of them like niggas off the, the, the fresh and fit <laughs> shit says something. I never told you that, like. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I mean, she the way she caught that shit, she was playing catch with somebody. Um, Sweetie out here tweeting. She tweeted, I miss my old boo, but I ain't going to tell him. Um, and, and niggas is out here like, who y'all think she talking about? Y'all probably think she talking about Quavo? I don't know, but somebody tell Ari Lennox to come back, bro. And I see, um, I see Armoretta out here rapping. 
Oh, Moretta out here went in on somebody's song. Whose song is this? Um, I see Erica Banks got a song out and she um asked people to rap on it. And um Amaretta rapped on it and Saya rapped on it too. And Saya is one of them that rapped on it and a lot of people was bigging Saya up. That's what's up. Shout out to Saya because she be rapping on all these beats and I don't be hearing nobody say nothing about her rapping on these beats. I be feeling bad for her. But Saya be in mad movies and shit like that. So, you know, she she knows what she doing. Um, they was out here talking about that they will might they might come out with another Friday movie. And um DC Young said that Chris Tucker told him that he'd return for last Friday movie if DC plays his son. So, um, I, I would be here for that. Um, during his recent interview with Shannon Sharp, DC Young Fly decided to spill a little tea on the Friday franchise. According to DC, Chris Tucker will make his return to the screen as Smokey, but only if the young comedian portrays, um, his on-screen son, son, Chris Tucker out his mouth told me literally this year, he said, if I play his son, He'll be in a movie. DC Young Fly explained, I promise you, out his mouth, this is what he said to me. He said, if you play my son, I'll be in a movie. Ice Cube has mentioned the possibility of a Last Friday movie numerous times. He even claimed that the script was completed in 2019 with plans to release the film on the 25th anniversary of the original's release. However, according to a, a post Cube made last year, Warner Brothers has refused to invest in more installments of the franchise. Why not? They have hijacked the happiness of the culture, Cube wrote. Um, we'll be here for the movie. Like, Ice Cube, you got more than enough money to be able to fund that shit yourself. I heard the same thing from white chicks because I heard uh, they want like $90 million. And I'm like... Give these niggas ninety million because their last movie they had like maybe I want to say like 60, 30 to sixty million and they grossed like hundred and fifteen million. So give these niggas ninety million. I will go see that and I will see it several. I will go times. see that several times. I'll buy it on DVD or Blu-ray or whatever the fuck digital copy. I want to buy that shit. I would definitely buy because that. Because they're shit. gonna write it, they're gonna produce it, and they're gonna star in it. And I miss them. And if they the ones doing it, I'm definitely here for yeah. it. So please give these niggas the money, give Ice Cube the money because we want to see Last Friday. Give the Wayans the money because we want to see White Chicks too. And y'all shorten yourselves out by not even doing it. So y'all want to go and we make Scream for the fifth. And the bullshit. Yeah, y'all want to re remaking the bullshit. Time. See, that's why like Tyler Perry, I don't want him to produce it or nothing. Just put I don't want Tyler Perry to do shit. Just, just let us use money. your studios. Not even that. Just let us some funding, some capital. Because for real, like, we really do want to see that. And if we can all come together, like, do like TLC did and have the, the GoFundMe where they produce their album. They put their album together. I'll donate. You'll donate? Yeah, I want to I see that movie. I think they would easily make 90 million if they crowdsourced. Because people want to see that shit. I don't want it to be like, what's that shit? What? To America too. Stop it. Don't, don't do that. that. They I fucked it up. I don't need that on 
they fucked that shit up. And what kills me is when y'all always be like, oh, well, the culture of today don't know how that felt. Yeah, because they wasn't out back then. Don't make it for them. No. And we and they wasn't remaking movies from the 60s and the 70s for us when we was growing up. All this shit was original when it comes to these movies now. Y'all taking all the shit that we had when we was growing up and y'all uh, y'all fucking it up. If if y'all gonna fuck it up, don't give it to these niggas because yeah. they gonna look at it like this. What y'all was watching? Y'all dumbed it down. Let Word. Y'all dumbed down Lion King when y'all brought that shit back. Y'all definitely y'all and I ain't shit. never seen none of the none of this shit y'all brought back. I never seen, mind you. Y'all already know what y'all did to Space Jam when y'all did that, that shit. I don't, girl, I don't. We, we ain't even gonna get into that. And what was the last one they did? Oh, coming to America, yeah. girl. People was looking at that like this is what y'all call the classic. Like they fucked it up though. So don't ever fuck poetic justice up. Don't go to no boys in the hood. Y'all had y'all NWA shit. What was that when they did the uh, the death row shit? Yeah, yeah. That that was y'all boys in the hood. That right there can be y'all boys in the hood. And that was lavish. That was telling the stories from our niggas, but like. They just need to watch the old shit. Don't that's what y'all. That's no it. Fault. Go back that's to no it. Fault. Go back to it. For real. For real. Like, they really do need to, you know, give them the money for Friday, last Friday and white chicks too. I'm for it. I'm here for it. They ain't going to do that, though. They ain't going to make another Halloween, though. Oh, they definitely going to make another Halloween and all that unnecessary Bro, shit that we don't need to see. Speaking of movies, um, Chloe Bailey is heading to the big screen to star in youth choir comedy. Praise this. Uh, this better not be like no, um, what'd you call that? With, uh, with Whoopi Goldberg? Sister Act. Sister Act about Praise This. Chloe Bailey is continuing to add to her already crowded resume and ensure that she is continued to taking over 2022. And this time, it's courtesy of a brand new film role. It has just been announced that Chloe Bailey has been casted as the lead, okay, in a forthcoming comedy film, Praise This, from film producer Will Packer. Shout out to Will Packer. He's also the one that um, set all that shit up at the Oscars. Well, not the slap, uh, but um, the color. No, he he was some executive producer, or something at the Oscars this year, and he did the movie um, Girl Trip, right? And all that. P don't know, but I think he. I also think he did the movie Girl Trip and all That's that, me. all that stuff. Currently in the middle of preparing for the release of her. Debut solo album. Chloe Bailey is also taking her talents to the big screen. Deadline reports Chloe has made it official by signing on to star in the upcoming film Praise This from Will Packer Productions and directed by Tina Gordon, who is known for her work directing Little. Oh, okay. The uh, movie Little. That's what's up. That shit was uh, dope. Starring Marshy Thompson and Issa Rae. Okay, it's a musical comedy set in world oh, world of competitive youth choirs. Oh, okay, so it's probably a mashup like Sister Act and what's the cheerleader shit? Oh, Pitch Perfect, exact. A oh, black Pitch Perfect, exact. Do my know? Don't buy your 
Yo don't paro. Don't paro. More movie news. Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny cast as Marvel's first Latino superhero to headline a live action film. Okay, yo. Y'all be saying Illuminati ain't real, but Bad Bunny is down with Illuminati. He got songs um, referencing to Illuminati and a whole nine. I think he even got an album called Illuminati. Don't get me the line, child. But um, Bad Bunny is one of them niggas. He's a superstar, and he just came from out of nowhere. Like, I'm telling you, I told y'all my nigga um, um, Nando can be an A&R because he was the first nigga that put me back with, that put me on him. Back in 2017. And I'm like, why the fuck would you be called Bad Bunny? The name is not even a catchy name, but whatever. Um, Bad Bunny recently secured himself a little bit of history in the Marvel Universe. According to E! News, Sony Pictures casted the star in the film El Muerto. Don't get me the line. Ooh, El Muerto. El Morto Nah, I know I said that fucked up that time. But um, his character as the first Latino Marvel superhero to lead a live action film. Bad Bunny will portray a wrestler. Oh, okay. Hold you... on. Can I just... I just went to look at Wikipedia real quick. And it says he is a Puerto Rican rapper, singer, record producer, actor, and professional wrestler. He is not no fucking professional wrestler. Why? Because of this movie? Maybe. Maybe that's what he was doing. And they was like, yo, we trying to get somebody to pop off. I think you'll be the perfect face. And we could just give you all the music, the look, and you will pop. Trust me. That's how they do it, man. Man, listen. But anyway, that's what's up. Um, Let me see. A wrestler who has powers passed down through generations and who has separately interacted with another Marvel favorite, Spider-Man. Oh, okay. Um, the film is set to hit theaters in 2024, man. Um, That's what's up. That's what's up, y'all. That's what's up. They out here really doing a diverse thing out here. I'm not mad at it. Um, I feel like y'all should have probably been doing that shit. It probably shouldn't have started with Bad Bunny. But, I mean, I guess everybody else before him just made y'all start to be comfortable with the look or whatever. That's what's up. I ain't mad at it. I'll be here for it. I can't wait to see it. Now we need to see if he know how to act. Um, but he looked the part, he be acting good in these commercials and shit that I be seeing him, seeing him in. So shout out to him. Um, oh yeah. And I wanted to speak about this cause out of all the screenshots that I didn't get, the one that I did get was fucking, um, them capping about Ray J. I mean, about Kanye has sent, um, Kim the tapes. But um, I've been talking to y'all for almost an hour now. So this is about to cut off on in, um, in like the next seven minutes. So we're going to talk about that when we come back. And I'm going to also find this Meg post so I can get these quotes. But um, we're going to be right back. Let's go. We're going to pay these bills. Oh, we're going to go out on Danny Lane. <laughs> Get 
What? But um, we bike, we bike. Um, when we left, I said, what, what was I about to be talking about? Meg and video. Okay. No, and it was somebody else I said I was going, we was going to come back and talk about. Oh, when um, they was capping, talking about Kanye found them tapes or whatever. But I found the information on the Meg shooting and it said Meg the Stallion details the alleged shooting with Tory Lanez and interview with Gail King. Meg Thee Stallion addresses the shooting allegedly involving Tory Lanez, um, an emotional interview with Gail King. You may recall Meg accused Tory of shooting her in the foot after they attended a pool party in the Hollywood Hills back in 2020. It was an argument because I was ready to go and everybody else wasn't ready to go. But that's like normal friendship. Meg tells Gag, it, uh, I mean, Mel Meg tells Gail, it shouldn't have got this crazy. The um, LA County DA's office charged Tory with one count of assault with a uh, system, 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 with semi-automatic firearm and one count of carrying a loaded unregistered firearm in a vehicle. The DA also um, alleges Tory inflicted great bodily harm. If convicted, Tory could face up to tw- damn, could face up to 22 years and eight months in prison. Tory maintains his innocence and pled not guilty to all charges. The case is expected to go to trial in September of this year. See, that's the crazy thing about um, when you taking some shit to court. Um, because when you taking some shit to court, um, that should say you could be facing up to 22 years. Now, if you just plead out and take a plea, that shit could be knocked down to five years, six years, you know, to something like that. But when you take shit to court, like when you take shit to trial, if Tory lose this trial, that's what he going to be saying. Like 22 years and some change. And I feel like they charge you extra like that because you wasted their time. You wasted our time getting jurors. You wasted our time getting all these people to fill up the courtroom. And you you was found to be a liar. You was found out to be that from the beginning you should have just took the fucking plea. Because you was found guilty. So now take all these years. That's why I don't be doing the going to no trial shit. If I knew I did what I did, I ain't taking nothing to trial my nigga. But if you innocent, you do what you do. And if you get found guilty, then you just be fighting for life. You feel me? Um, I don't know if y'all can hear it, but I'm going to send this link to P right now. And I want her to play this. So y'all can hear it out of her mouth so y'all can hear exactly what she said. I just sent the link to you and uh, to you on Instagram so that you can be able to play it through the phone and they can hear it through that aloud.
This is what she said in the interview. This is what I was reading from. The man screaming. He said, dance. And he started shooting. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, he shot a couple of times. <laughs> And I, I so was so scared. So he in the car shooting from the car? Maybe he is me? standing up over the window okay. shooting. Mm-hmm. Mm. And that that's where she lost move. me. I didn't want to move too quick. Like, because I'm like, oh, my God, if I take the wrong step, I don't know if he can shoot something that's, like, super important. Man, screaming is... That's it. Mm. That was the clip. Um... I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to do. Hey, my bad, y'all. Um, so yeah, that's what she said. Um, she said, um, you know, she was scared pretty much. Um, and she said he was sent. Now that's where she lost me when he said he was standing up over the window. That's it. So I just have the idea, like maybe it's an SUV, and like you know how they have that little rail on the outside of the SUV. So maybe he's like on the rail over the car like this, standing up over the window like that. But didn't she say he was inside the car? Oh, well. Maybe it was a big truck, a Sprinter. Yeah, like that car you pointed out to me the other day. Remember? And you was like, maybe that's the car he was in. Don't give me the line about it, child. Um, And now I'm about to send another clip to P right now on Instagram so she can play this. This right here says CBS News obtains text message from Kelsey Nicole telling um, Meg Security that she was shot by Tory Lanez. Here go the um, clip that P about to play. I just sent it to her on Instagram. What yeah. What what else? What what happened? In text messages obtained by CBS News, Kelsey Harris, the other woman in the car, texted Megan's security guard saying, "Help! Tori shot Meg." I really thought that we were all friends, and it's sometimes I feel like I put the blame on myself because when my mom passed, I just felt like I was looking for some type of family environment, and I was letting so many people in. And I didn't care who it was. I just wanted to feel like I got family and I got people that care about me. Yeah. Mm. And there's a post that says, we believe the evidence substantially supports the charges and allegations that evidence will be born in out, born, that will be born out in court. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. But I had chips in my mouth. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, that's what we got from that. And that had blew up and happened right after the, um, the last week's episode. Um, Chris Brown and Lil Baby is going out on tour. It's going to be called One of Them Ones Tour. Um, I ain't trying to go to that tour. It's going to be a whole bunch of shooting <laughs> They definitely shooting that shit up. Every major city. Girl. Um, so y'all be safe going to see one of them ones. Um, and trying to get fucked by one of them niggas. Because that's the only reason why they calling it that. Because they out here be fucking mad fans. 
Chris Brown got a whole song called Fucking a Fan. So, um, Fucking Fans. I think that's exactly what it's called. But yeah, man, that's all I had on that. And then Kim Kardashian out here capping, talking about how, um, how Kanye West sent her the videotapes of the, um, the sex tape with her and Ray J. And Ray J commented up under it and was like, this shit is so cap. Y'all is lying. And, um, you, I'm quite sure he tired of always hearing these bitches talk about this shit so much. For you to always try to um, dumb that down and dumb down what happened, you always talking about that shit for some reason. Like, don't nobody care that you had sex with this boy. We all know how you got put on. We all know that. Even people that wasn't around at that time, we all know how you got put on. That's why people was mad as fuck when you was out here. When you was out here talking about um, people need to work hard and all this old extra shit. When all these bitches got they fucking, um, they got the motto from yo ass. Being up under Paris Hilton, trying to be a, a social leak and then suck some dick and, and, and become uh, somebody famous girlfriend. Like every boyfriend you had, they were a famous dude. You were always attached to somebody until Ray J was the one that got you popping. And that's literally what happened because you was in like two or three other relationships before Ray J got you popping. And it was over. And y'all was able to cap, and your mother was able to capitalize off of that. And y'all been to keeping up with Kardashians ever since then. So for somebody like you to be talking about hard work, you need to stop it. And now y'all still pushing these false ass stories and statements and shit on y'all new show. Like y'all just trying to keep a, a storyline going. Y'all have to stop. Yeah, y'all just keep adding all these extra old ass storylines too. Now y'all about to uh, capitalize off of you fucking with Pete and your sister fucking with um Travis Barker. Y'all about to capitalize off of all this shit. We'll probably be seeing some. Yes, it'll probably be some episodes with Megan Good. No, not Megan Good. The other one that messed with um with um Machine Gun Kelly, the white girl. Megan Fox. I always get them uh, mixed up. But shit, yeah, y'all probably, because y'all be cool with, because um, Pete Davidson cool with Machine Gun Kelly, and he always be with Megan Fox. That's his bitch, bitch. So when she probably be around, so that's probably why Kim was feeling like, oh, I need to get me a young nigga too. My sister got herself a little young nigga, but I think they probably around the same age, Travis Barker and her sister. If if her sister, her sister probably only like no more than five years older than him, but she a lot older than Pete Davidson and Megan Fox is a lot older than um, Machine Gun Kelly. But, um... But whatever, whatever. Um, like I said, at the top, do what y'all do. <laughs> what this song? Oh, um, it looks like Thugger Thugger got a a new album dropping, and he dropped the album cover, and the album cover to it is just like DMX, um. DMX album cover when he had the blood on him. What was it called? 
Flesh of my flesh, blood of my blood. That's one of my favorite R.I.P. to DMX. So when DMX came out, niggas in the projects, that was our Jay-Z. Like at one point, it wasn't about to be no jigger. Like at one point, DMX was that nigga. Like for real, for real. Like D- ain't nobody do what he did, drop two albums in one year. At that time, wasn't nobody doing that. But, um, yeah, the cover, his cover is like that. He covered in blood, but it's just showing a headshot from, like, his chest up. And DMX, um, Flesh My Flesh, Blood of My Blood, it was his whole body. Um, iconic, very iconic cover. But, um, and under it, he wrote these past few weeks, gave me so much to talk about. Are y'all ready? So he probably about to drop a new album. It says Young Thug releases the cover art of his upcoming music. As previous reported, Lakivia Jackson, the mother of Thug's teenage son, recently lost her life to gun violence at an Atlanta bowling alley. Oh, yeah. So he probably about to talk about that. Yeah, man, it's just crazy. He probably feel like that was personal. You feel what I'm saying? Damn. Um, our prayers go out to Thugga Thugga. Um, YNW Melly. If y'all familiar with the, the young boy that came out with the song... Um, what was the name of that song? He killed his... He, like murder on my mind. Yeah, murder on my mind. And he killed his friend or whatever. Some shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's so stupid. But that is how he was sounding, though. But um, it looks like he coming home soon. Um, They put up a post. And it wrote under it, it's about that time y'all can uncross y'all nuts. I'll be home this year. So shout out to him and his people and his family and them. Cause I know they happy he coming home. I don't, I'm not familiar with his case. I be getting, not him. I'm just talking in general now. I be getting tired when people be talking about free this person, free that person. But these people be killing niggas. Hurting niggas, doing mad shit out here to people, and y'all just be saying free them just because they black. For real. But I don't want to, um, Amanda Seals myself, because when Amanda Seals be saying shit like that, y'all be coming for her throat. <laughs> y'all be coming for her throat. But y'all be. Y'all be wanting everything to be white people, white people, and y'all want to hold white people. Y'all want white people to be held accountable for the shit they be doing. We got to look at ourselves and start doing that for each other because we don't really, y'all know we don't give a fuck about them white people like that. We don't be caring about their business. Oh, girl, did we ever talk about this stupid ass girl that got married on the side of the highway? I think we did, yeah. I'm loyal. I got money on me. I'm loyal. Look at money in my pocket. I'm loyal. Bank of the women, you're with me. Bank of the women, you're with me. That's all I have right there on that news, fam. 
And then as soon as we wrap this shit up, I'm be like, oh, that's going to be something else I could have mentioned. As soon as we wrap this shit up. Who birthday was this? Mario's out here looking good and reminding us that his vocals stay on point. I can't get with none of the throwback R&B people that stop singing. Like, I, I don't want to hear a new Mario song, to be honest. Sammy be out here getting sexual with his music. And Sammy, every time I look at you, I just think about... Um, what song? No. Yeah, that's the only song that I, I'm familiar of with Sammy. That's it. Oh, it came out the same time, so same album. Well, I didn't buy his album. I didn't like him that much. He was really a little boy. Just like yeah, because you're older, but yeah, yeah, just like just like Sammy. His name was Mikey. Well, Michael, but his name was Mikey. Yeah, Sammy was a little ass boy to me. There's nothing about Sammy that I like. And for the people that always be like, oh, Future do be out here taking care of his kids just because y'all think he got a lot of money. Um, No, he take care of these bitches, buying them APs more than he be taking care of his kids. Sources alleges Future recently tried to convince um, Eliza, Eliza, whatever her name is, Rain, to drop child support lawsuit and failed to show up to meet their daughter. Um, since 2019, Eliza Rain and Future have been battling out in court over child support payments for their three-year-old daughter, Rain Wilborn. Is now alleged Future recently attempted to convince Eliza to drop the lawsuit and has yet to see their daughter. A sources, a source exclusively tells the Shade Room, according to our source, Future tried to convince Rain to drop the lawsuit against him. Um, just to, and read about that at the Shade Room in Hollywood. Um, I mean, yeah, in the Shade Room, not Hollywood Unlocked. I'm sorry about that. But anyway, um, yeah, man, that's for all the people that be out here talking about, oh, he do be taking care of his kids. No, he don't. And that's why Sierra don't really be bothered with that nigga like that. Because she don't really have the time to be up his ass. And um, the rest of them bitches probably don't care to be up his ass like that either. Because they probably just take what they get from him and it be what it be. But um, it's just sad, man, because you out here on records talking about how if a bitch ain't got an AP, she ain't yours. And AP is hundreds of thousands of dollars. And you can't just get that up for child support a month. If you can spend thousands of dollars to buy an AP for, for multiple... Yeah, for, for several bitches... You should be able to give a bitch, what, $300,000 a month or fifty thousand, or however much money a month that you need to be giving up for your child or just to your baby mother. I don't give a fuck if you is like, oh, she the one spending that money. She ain't giving it to my baby. So what? So what? She still have a baby of yours. And you just fucking random bitches giving them money and they ain't got nothing of yours but a nut in their mouth that they probably swallowed. Yeah. So if you got to pay 60 or a hundred thousand dollars a month and this bitch is living in a nice house and she got a nice car and all this. Okay. That's how you want your child to grow up. Right. You don't want your child to be in a projects. Right. And you got fucking money. People kills me with that. Cause I used to understand that shit at first. Like, yeah, that is true. If it's child support and you just Giving the money to the child, a child don't need $20,000 a month to live. Yeah, no, but nigga, they still need a house over their head to live in, though. 
So child support mean all of that. You're still part of supporting that child, whether you live in that house or not. It's just not, oh, I can give you $500 a month because that should be enough for their clothes and for them to eat. No, nigga. They got school expenses. They got shit that they want on a regular. Like, what the fuck is you talking about? They should have their own room. Mm -hmm. Like, what the fuck is you talking about? So, no. Y'all need to support that child all around. And... You know, y'all niggas need to do better. And y'all females need to do a lot more better. Because I agree with Brandy. Like I said, once again, if you fucking with somebody like Future nowadays and you're a woman, you're a tartar. And y'all figure it out with what, what the word mean. Okay? Boom, boom. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, Elon Musk, he bought Twitter. He has four, $46.5 that uh, he gave to Twitter. Well, he ain't give them nothing. He bought Twitter for $46.5 That's a lot of money. A lot of people be saying that, uh, well, somebody was like, man, he's brilliant. Elon Musk, he be doing a lot to try to change the world and all this old extra shit. But at what cost? Cause it'd be like, what you mean he trying to change the world? You can you can do something small and make a direct impact with all that kind of motherfucking money. Mm-hmm. I and I don't think it starts with Twitter. No. <laughs> like you spent forty six and a half billion on Twitter. But we got skid row. We got a rapid, rampant homeless problem. Housing issues. It's just. Places where people still don't got good water. Flint, Michigan still does not have clean water. But you got 46 and a half billion dollars just to buy a fucking social media publication. Like, I, man, listen. But I feel like the people that say shit like, oh, he's brilliant, then that's dope. And anybody that feel like he... I mean, you're a billionaire. You do what you got to do with your money. I don't give a fuck. I didn't I didn't go through anything he had to go through to get to where he at and and to make the kind of money that he's made in life. Only thing I'm saying, I can't look at somebody like that and be uh inspired or even look at somebody like that and be like, "Oh my goodness, what he doing out here is dope." Cause he's not doing nothing out here for me. I mean, I feel like the people that would be saying that would be a white person or somebody that's, you know, that probably have his kind of money. Well, don't have his kind of money because nobody have his kind of money. But the other nigga with, but Jeff Bezos, but you know, just a white yeah, motherfucker yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, man, listen, I don't. If we bought Twitter, that's the, I don't even be on Twitter, so I don't give a fuck about that Twitter shit. Um, but that was the little bit of last stuff I had on media takes, and you know how we be doing with that social news. Um, what's popping? What's popping? Um, we finished woke. We finished woke. Um, it was a good, nice little season. Um, that shit don't be worth waiting all the time. You gotta wait for that shit just for a good eight or nine episodes. Like, that shit ain't cool. And, um, 
and people be getting mad like oh people do all this work to put into the season and then we watch all the episodes and we be like pooey we ready for the next season you motherfucking right like what the fuck is eight episodes fam especially if you gonna put it up to where as though we can watch it at our leisure what what you just found p uh, look like one of Money Bag Yo, baby mom's passed away too. Oh, for real? The mother of three, uh, the mother of three of Money Bag Yo's children have reportedly passed away. No notes as to why or what happened, but. You know, oh man, our prayers go out to Money Bag Yo as well, and she had three kids with him, and I think he got like six or seven kids. Um, I would have thought he had like six or seven different baby mothers, but he probably only got like three. Damn, that's crazy, man. Our prayers go out to him. And yeah, man, like peace. I was listening to the to last week's episode the other day, and I remember hearing her say that is a lot of people dying, a lot of kids dying. Um, man just pray for the world man shit and i'm up here talking about all the things we got coming up and people is a whole bunch of shit going on around us man um that's why you that's what's always gonna be yeah it is it is because you don't want to feel guilty for live you know for living yeah man and i'm quite sure all them i'm quite sure you know people always say when a person died they would want you to continue to live your life Damn. Um. Damn, I don't even know how to come back off of that. But uh, we 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 seen woke. Uh, we finished yeah, watching that. Yeah. Atlanta cool. seen another episode of Atlanta. I don't even know how many more episodes they gonna have on Atlanta. Yeah. But they just keep getting more Jordan Pillish. That's all I can really say about that. I understand them because I see they ain't going in no direction because every single episode is different. Yeah, so like they one episode is about this and that and yeah, and then, and the, then next the next they veer you off article, with some basically. yeah with some shit that happened over the course of the years that they was gone, um, and they give you a perspective on it. You you understand what I'm saying? So I get it, man. It is what it is. It's Atlanta. It's um what's what's the name? It's Childish Gambino. And if you know anything about Childish Gambino, he already have an introspective ass brain anyway. Look at all the videos he ever directed and came out with with every song. It's totally different from what the name of the song is. Shit, most of his music is totally different from the title of what the fuck the song is. You don't even be understanding it. And but, most of his music is totally different from the characters he portrays in his show. Yes. And stand-up comedy and shit. <laughs> yeah, he's so many things packed up in one. He's another one of them Jamie Foxx-ass niggas that got everything. Um, What else? What you started watching? Inventing Anna or some shit? Started watching that. What's that on? Netflix. That's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I started going to sleep to another show called Hawaii Five O. So y'all can check that out on what's that Paramount Plus. They got all those FBI shows up there on Paramount Plus. If you ain't know now, you know. I feel like I want to start watching 90 Day Fiance again. 
I took a break from that and for no real reason. I think I probably just overloaded myself by binging on the shows like all the seasons because like when it went off, I was like, let me just catch up on the ones I haven't seen. So now I think I'm kind of 90 days out, but now I miss it. So I'm just like get back into 90 Day Fiance. Um, yeah. Okay. What else? Ab Elementary is done for the season. So that's, I mean, that was a really good show. I really hope it gets renewed for another season. Another two I, seasons. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. What else? That's pretty much it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Anybody you want to call? Call? Mm -hmm. <laughs> no. no? Okay. Um. <laughs> what else? Oh, I got to get back into the preacher. I think that was on Hulu when I was watching it on Hulu. Um, Wasn't there a documentary you was talking about? Oh, yeah. I forgot what it was oh, called, shit. but it was about that missing. Somebody went missing in the family, oh, and then they yeah. found them after like 20 years. years. Yeah, It was only seven? I think it was like seven years. Oh, okay. I just know it's they've been showing it in my seven face for the past like week, that. and that's what I'm going to get into after the show, and we'll get... Uh, back to you with that next week and y'all can also keep checking out the dark side of the 90s i gotta get into the rest of the episodes when i got up out of it once they started talking about them beanie babies because i wasn't a real fan of them beanie babies but yes they was making man oh yeah because a lot of people you know a lot of white women was like that was a way they got back cool with their daughters and their kids and shit because they liked it too. So it was a way for them to connect with their kids. And that's why it was real popular. But the dude that made them, he was capitalizing off of the money because he kept taking them away and redoing them. Like re-putting them back out there and they was becoming more and more expensive and they was becoming exclusive that way too. And they was one of the first businesses that put their business on the internet. They was the first business that ever did that. Um, so shout out to them for really making history and people don't know that. But they wasn't selling stuff direct to, to consumer. They just had their business online so you could be able to see what was available and, and stuff like that. Whenever you did go to the store and the new Beanie Babies that would be coming out and things of that nature. But old boy got locked up because I think he got locked up for keep redropping them the way he was doing it. Um, yeah, like he wasn't supposed to be doing that. And he got locked up for a couple of years or some shit behind that. But um, it was a lot of people that uh, that really fucked with them Beanie Babies. And nowadays... At one point, like I said, they were selling them shits for like thousands of dollars because people was collecting them shits. Yeah, I gotta get this one. Mm-hmm. And they was like, now, they was like the millennials is the people that started having kids and they started just giving the Beanie Babies to their kids and the grandkids and shit. But one white lady was like, but the original four, I still got them in a glass case. Nobody touches them. And she was old as fuck. Like, she was around when them shits first started. So I get it. And That's I can okay. listen to music and feel the nostalgia. So I can imagine how they was looking at them Beanie Babies and just thinking about the time it was and how dope it was to reconnect with their kids and shit. So I get it. 
So that's what I like about watching the dark side of the 90s. They It just bring me back to my childhood so much. So I like really watching that. Um, and that's really all I'm watching. It be a lot of stuff that I see that be looking tempting. And I be like, ooh, I want to watch that. But my punk ass, there's a lot of stuff I be waiting to watch with my girl. And by the time I spend time with my baby, I be forgetting about that shit. Because I just be wanting to lay up under her boobs and feel on her breasts. And, and just her beautiful body and just rub on her legs and kiss on her cheeks and, you know, blow on her neck and tickle. And she be like, hee hee. You know, so I love good. you, baby. But, um, she be like, whatever. Uh, like Michael Jackson, stop it. But, um, anyway, that's all you got for What's Poppin' P? Yeah, I gotta get back into What's Poppin'. I gotta start taking more notes better than I do. I gotta do better with time management. Yeah, that's true. We both have to do better with that. Um, you wanna go to a commercial, then come back with the new music to put you on song and get out of here? That's good. All right, take me away like this nigga saying, who that? We'll be back. I'll be P- BTSing sometime. I can't wait to make this chopped cheese after the show. Let's go. Uh. Yeah, um, we bike, we bike. Episode 23, Jordan year. No, Jordan number. Jordan number. I ain't Jordan number year. I haven't been that number in a long time. Huh? That's them Joan of Arc days. No, they ain't the Joan of Arc days, go. When I was getting dick, that's some Joan of Arc days. Bleak, whatever. Um, new music, new music, let's go. It's a lot of new music out there. Um, first I'ma start off with some R&B because they don't never tell us the R&B stuff. They always tell us and start off with that hip-hop and you shoot your mother in your head type of music, right? Um, Kalani dropped, excuse me, Kalani dropped that album called, let me go to it. Kalani dropped an album called Blue Water Road. Remember, I told y'all that shit was coming. And it came. <laughs> and it's here now. It's called Blue Water Road. Go check that out. I listened to it. It's a dope album. I like it. I enjoyed it just as much as I enjoyed her last album. Um, I like Kalani music. She really grew on me ever since that uh, Distraction song. Are you down today? A distraction, baby. But don't distract me. That's my shit. And then that other song that she had called um something suicide or some shit. 
for more for the soundtrack of the Suicide Squad. Um, I really fuck with Kalani, so shout out to Kalani. Um, Blue Water Road, go check that out. Um, Tink, Tink dropped her album. I think, I, I think Tink dropped the album um, a little while ago. Hold up, wait, let me go to that. I think she dropped the album um, a couple months ago, not too long ago. And it was called Heat of the Moment. Okay, that was last year. So since then, she's been hitting us with a few singles. And her recent single is called Cater, featuring 2 Chains. P played that in the background a little bit earlier in the show. I remember her playing that. Um, so go check out Tink and that single. Justin Bieber got a single out called Honest. Like that. That was nice. In the background, yeah, I, I heard I that also in the background. Um, Khalid, Khalid got a single out called Skyline. I just seen the video art to it, the visuals, and he was dancing and shit, and it wasn't cute. He don't really know how to dance either. He look awkward. Oh, look um, the song is alright. Y'all know how Khalid do. He got like poppy type of music. I ain't really into them type of poppy type artists like that the only song i really liked of his was the very first one he came out and then he came out with like a little six pack that was pretty high he had a couple songs on it with Ari lennox um as well as six lack six black whatever one whichever the ones he want to be called okay six black okay well black um <laughs> um so y'all could go back to that and check that out um future future he finally dropped an album called I Never Liked You. Uh, go check that out. I was four songs in and I was like, I'm done. But he played one of the songs in the background that sound pretty good. Um, so I'm quite sure he got about a good four or five songs on there that's, that you can probably vibe with. Future always going to give you some toxicity. Um, however you pronounce it, but y'all know what I mean. Uh, okay. Um, who else up here? Lil Tay dropped a single called Going Up. Growing, going up, Lil TJ, my bad. Lil TJ dropped a single called Going Up. I'm tired of these lows. Um, why ain't nobody think to call themselves Tolly? Uh, or or Tall Rail or some shit. Big Rail. Yeah, Big some Mike. shit like that. Mm. Oh, put this with my mashups. This sound pretty already. I like that. Um, Giveon, Giveon got a single out called Lie Again. Huh? And, um, Giveon, I bet you this is a slow-ass song, but I'm, I'm just sick of the, the songs he be coming out with. Um, but go check that out. Giveon got a single called Lie Again. Sam Smith, Sam Smith. I be hearing people talk about Sam Smith a lot. Like, where is he at? He got a single out called Love Me More. Love Me More, a single. I know y'all waiting for something bigger than that, but that's all he got out, y'all, is a single out right now called Love Me More. Um, <clears throat> Internet Money. Internet Money got a single out called No Handouts. No Handouts featuring Yeet. And Yeet just dropped the album, so I'm quite sure this is dope. Um, And Internet Money always keep... Uh, a dope single and they always got some dope ass features 
Um, PJ, PJ Morton, PJ Morton, another R&B. He got an album out, just dropped the album called Watch the Sun. Watch the Sun, go check that out. PJ Morton, he a dope ass. Play one of his songs in the background. Oh, you played one of his songs in the background? Okay, you gonna add this song right here to my mashups, right? I like this. I like that. Bob, what's his name? Yo, y'all gotta do better with these names. I can't even give y'all a fucking shout out. Um, Nordic Wick. Nordic Wick. I mean, Nordo Wick. Oh my God. Oh my goodness. Um, Nordo Wick. Nordo Wick just dropped a single called Crazy Crazy. Just dropped a single called Crazy Crazy. Um, Action Bronson. Action Bronson just dropped, oh, an album called Coco, Coco Drillo Torbo. Turbo. Coco Drillo Turbo. Girl, stop it. Anyway, just look up Axon Bronson and y'all see his latest album release. But go check that out. Um, Cash Page. Cash Page just dropped a single called Girlfriend. Lil Baby just dropped a single called Frozen. I can't wait for him to just drop the album. It's like he been dropping a single every week. I'm just ready for him to drop that. Um, Russ. Russ just dropped the album called If Not Now, When. Ooh, go check that out. Well, no, it's not an album. It's a four-pack. I take that back. But he just dropped a four-pack EP called If Not Now, When. Um, Russ got good music, but I can't really vibe with his music like that. But he got good music. Um, T-Pain. T-Pain just dropped a single called That's Just Tips. That's just tips. T-Pain ain't playing out here. He be dropping his music, don't he? Um, and y'all already know about the Kid Leroy and Meg Thee Stallion dropped the single called Plan B and Pusha T. Um, and that's it right there, man. Hold up. I think it's some more R&B ones that dropped and they don't got up here. You know you got to look up the R&B. Um, Justine Sky dropped a single called What a Lie. And Daniel Caesar dropped a single called Please Do Not Lean. I think, um, is that a single or an album? Yeah, that's a single. I think P played that in the background because I asked her who was that. And she was like, that's Danielle single, uh, Danielle Caesar. And I'm assuming that's what it was. Um, I told y'all about that Vices last week. I also told y'all about Sid last week. And um, I think I told y'all about Blast, but that Blast album is hard. Please go check that out. That shit, that's hard. That Cody album is hard. Uh, if y'all haven't um, checked those out yet. Um, and that was it. You got any new music or any music you've been listening to? No, I've been just That's true. I've just been up on podcasts too, for real, for real. I really... Well, you know what? I'm lying. I have been listening to the music that I told y'all I checked out throughout the whole week. That blast was dope. I still haven't checked out the Corey LeRae, so I promise y'all I'm going to listen to that this week at work. I'll probably uh, listen to that tonight. Um, Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Now, I'm about to give y'all the Put You On song. Tanashi keep dropping too, huh? Um, but the Put You On song is going to be um, Love Again. 
Love Again by uh, Cody Shane. Featuring Lloyd. Featuring Lloyd from off of her recent album called Love Roulette. This right here is Love Again. Turn that up, P. She got it up. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna learn that shit with my Yuki. Um, whatever. That's what I'm gonna call it. But um, 
Thank y'all for tuning in for episode 2023. That Put You On song was Love Again by Cody featuring Lloyd. That shit is so beautiful. And she ended off the album just as good as she started it off. And that's the last song of the album. Please check that album out. Cody, if you're listening, and anybody that fuck with Cody, that know Cody, that know somebody else that may know Cody and know the people of the group, uh, the people that be around Cody, please tell them that she's a friend of the show. We love her up here. And you know, she need to bring that shit back to seeing friends. You feel me? So we can go see her and have another beautiful time. Shout out to uh out of pocket. Uh and man, just shout out to everybody that we uh be tuning in to your girl because we love y'all. And I think we're gonna take this on the road when we go to Calabasas, cause y'all need to know the type of experience we're gonna have out there. But until next week, I want y'all to be safe. Continue to wash your hands and continue to wipe your asses as well. And uh, we're going to see y'all next week. Let me hear you say it. What Masago said to say. Uh-huh. Let me hear you say.